Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hello, and welcome back to Caritas Christi. This is Mary. And this is Hannah. We're happy to have you with us today. (laughs) Yep. So let's begin with prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Amen. And our inspiration comes from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It goes, Now as they went on their way, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good portion, which shall not be taken away from her. Um, so that's it. Um, I was actually noting, too, it's interesting because, you know, um, Jesus is talking about how Mary, cho- you know, basically is choosing prayer and choosing to grow in knowledge and love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then the next... Um, next portion is actually the next chapter is the Lord's prayer. So it's kind of interesting. It kind of lines up that way. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Scripture is intentional that way. Uh (laughs) And isn't this, is this from the gospel of Luke? Yeah. Did I say that? I think so. Yeah. I'm just like recalling because it's actually, uh, the feast of St. Luke. Wow. Mm hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The evangelist. The time of recording, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Is he kind of one of your patrons since he's an evangelist, or um, since you're basically an evangelist? I mean, he's a patron of artists, which I yeah. found out today when I was reading, and I was just like, oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, techni- I tend to know what feast day it is because I read um, a saint story to my kids every day. Mm. So then I know whose feast day it is most of the time but i was like oh cool saint luke Mm -hmm. yeah apparently he our priest shared today at mass that there's a story of um him um sorry him painting a portrait of our lady on the holy family's table or something like that Hmm. he's like i don't think that's actually true but it sounds like it should be true yeah (laughs) so that's really cool yes so what are we having today? I think we're kind of both a... Uh, Boring. Yeah. Water. <laughs> water. Well, uh, we already had dinner. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, I made myself a burger crunch wrap. It was very good. <laughs> burger crunch? What? Crunch, a crunch wrap. Oh, okay. So like at Taco Bell, you get a crunch wrap. Okay. And then, so what I did was I have like a panini press Ooh. and I took, took a little bit of non-dairy cheese, mind you. And <laughs> took my burger patty and put some pickles and mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup all in it and then folded it up and put it, put the whole thing in the panini press and wow. cooked it. It's really good. Wow, that's all yummy. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, mine was pretty good. It was um, 
Well, the basis was spaghetti squash, and I think there was some sausage and um, tomatoes and other stuff. It was pretty savory nice. cheese in there. I forget what its name. It was like Southwestern spaghetti squash or something. Hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty good. It was Well, it was free from my family, so that was a plus. And yeah, I got to cook mine it. that I got from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. what do I make with this? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've just, it helps to stretch the budget a little bit. Mm-hmm. So trust me, I made, I made like a whole batch of, I think this was like, it was like a pasta bake and I made it and then I put it into eight little containers mm-hmm. for meal prep. So I'm like, Hey, this cost me like 12 bucks to make. And now I have school lunch for two weeks. Yeah. So it really goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Hannah. So what's going on? Okay. I actually got a, yeah, what's going on? I have gotten a little brief, but it honestly seems like it's quiet out there. And yeah, is it just me? It, do- it does. And or maybe um, we're just getting used to it. Who knows? Honestly, <laughs> we're uh, like a, a frog in a boiling in boiling water. Oof. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> um, it has been getting a little quieter recently. I think I. I don't know. The thing is, I haven't seen a whole lot of big stories. So the biggest one is probably the one I'm going to lead off with because it's, it's um. Yeah, that that's one that one's pretty sad. The smaller one actually like happened over the course of throughout today. Um, but the oh. the first one we're starting off with is like international news, which oh. yeah, it doesn't make it on here very often, but um yeah. it's also well, relevant to us as Catholics and Christians, mm-hmm. people who are listening. So um I did hear um Yeah, so you might have heard I, about this one. Um, so a UK oh. Oh, no, I did not representative of, he's a conservative British member of par- parliament and he died, uh, last Friday after being stabbed multiple times. He was, uh, by... 69 years old and he was attacked, um, by, they think a young man there, uh, they said that the early indication of the attack was a tied to Islamist extremism. And so the name of this man is uh, David Ames. Mm. And he actually was a practicing Catholic and had five children as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. How how old were the children? I don't, yeah, I don't know. He's like bordering on 70, so I would imagine that he has children and like grandchildren at this point. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but he was literally out at a um, church interacting with constituents. And yeah, just you know, being a good politician (laughs) and somebody attacked him and stabbed him. So there was a 25 year old man arrested on suspicion of murder. Um, and that night that a knife was recovered at the scene. So, so when did this happen? This happened, I think it was happened like Thursday and then he died Friday. So, wow. Yeah. That's so they, about him, uh, Boris Johnson's wife shared a tribute about him and said, absolutely devastated news about Sir David Ames. He was hu- hugely kind and good an enormous animal lover and a true gent. This is so completely unjust. Thoughts are with his wife and their children. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty awful. Definitely pray for his soul and pray for his family and pray that his attacker killer is brought to justice because, yeah. yeah. And it's funny that I was... Um, that story was like on my mind. I remember it popped up and I didn't realize the significance as far as the faith and mm. 
that he was still practicing all this other stuff. Um, but I just saw that he had been, you know, attacked for no reason and, and had been killed. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's awful. was my gut reaction. And then it like got worse as I realized the kind of person that he was not that anybody really deserves that, but it's like, it's like, Oh, that makes it so much worse because he was a, a loving father and just a generally good person who really wasn't going to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't, um, actually this week for Electio Divina, we're reading the Beatitudes and I was writing the verse of the week down on my little chalkboard this morning. It was, and I chose like, blessed are you when they hate, when they persecute you and other all kinds of hatred against you. It's like your reward will be great in heaven. I'm like, Whew. yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I got to remind myself I'm going to be hated by the world all the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of a wake-up call to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the devil doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and if it happens over in England, it could possibly happen here. Because, I mean, obviously England has more open borders to the, you know, yes, those countries over there. Right. But it's just a warning, too, mm-hmm. because I, I wonder if it was, if it was very... Uh, so, obviously, it was intentional, because oh, it was yes. only him that... Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, I think it was premeditated. Yeah. It seems like it was cuz nobody else was hurt. Right. Um so yeah, it was somebody who probably knew what that he would be in the area and like targeted him specifically for whatever reason that they say they think it's a extremist uh Muslim extremist attack, but there's nothing else coming out of it at that point, so it's maybe a story to follow and mm-hmm. Yeah, keep tabs on. Yeah, that's sad when life needlessly has to be ended so early. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing when it's cancer or something that's unpreventable, but... Yeah, but this was, yeah, this was something that came about through the evil of the world. and. Ugh. Yeah, I do think this is kind of a time coming up on November and December and, like, the winter months where it is kind of the... Mm-hmm. I mean, people are dying all the time, but yeah. I feel like this time of year is... You know, which is nice as Catholics, because then, you know, in November, we start with the All Souls and or All Saints mm-hmm. and then All Souls. And so it's kind of already on the front of our mind right. to celebrate the last things. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So People have cool. unofficially called um, October Memento Mori Month. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really appropriate. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, though, I... Um, this is totally kind of a tangent, but mm-hmm. I do not like Halloween decorations whatsoever. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, they're so dark. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know how else you would decorate as a Catholic. I mean, I, I don't know if I, I just want to put up all that dark stuff. It's, it's creepy to me when people are like obsessed with Halloween because yeah. they're obsessed with the secularized version of Halloween. Yeah. And then they put up all this creepy stuff in there, but, front yards backyards all over their house whatever and it's like yeah well a little weird to me have you seen the giant skeletons now oh yeah new thing this year i don't know if it was last year but skeletons i don't mind that much because they're huge skeletons have you seen how big they they Mm, are oh here i let me i'm gonna look this up because it's still still skeletons is like that's like remnants of memento mori type stuff so skeletons i'm like 
okay like but the like the phantom stuff and the like ghosts. the ghosts yeah. and shrunken heads and all like the all the stuff that's unnecessarily creepy and gory and just kind of whack that i don't like because yeah. it there's no there's no benefit to it yeah these are it's coming out as 12 foot this year i don't know if it's a new thing hmm yeah yeah, they're called they're house giant skeletons. Yeah, that in the house that's a little weird. No, they're outside. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a little weird either way, but I can see the the momentum worry coming from it. Sure. Like pumpkins and skeletons, I'm like fine. Sure. Anything else I'm like What about like spiders? Spiders? Eh, okay. I feel like spiders are just creepy. Yeah. But they're not inherently like meant to be demonic or evil so it's like okay you know like a skeleton is a skeleton Mm -hmm. and pumpkins are pumpkins and spiders are spiders but then as soon as you start getting to like you know somebody has a scene from like the texas chainsaw massacre and just something that's like intentionally like disrespectful to the human body or like gory or just meaning to be scary and gross it's like no Mm -hmm. yeah there was actually um just down the 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 neighborhood where my parents live mm-hmm. there's a you know the the neighborhood school there and i remember like just a block down there was like a, it was something like that where it's like all this like gory scene and you're like children are you know walking in past general, this. like that's i don't want to see that right but like children like actually i think they i don't know if they ever got in trouble they kept it up the whole entire time the, i think this year they're a little bit more toned down so um but yeah and i i don't i also don't support when parents dress up their kids to be all creepy also because that's yeah. also another thing Mm-mm. no i don't know i think yeah the kids are dressing it's not up. very innocent no <laughs> the kids are dressing up at uh school and they dressed up last year but it was like you know nothing creepy or gory or violent is like the rule for halloween costumes i'm like yep so mm-hmm. like that checks out Anyways, yeah. Anyways. So praying for the Ames family. Ames? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roundabout way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else? Today there was... Interesting. So are you familiar with Census Fidelium? Oh, yeah. I was actually just watching some of their videos. I just kind of encountered that. Wait, what is it? I see, I see that headline. So, yeah. So initially, there. this was... This morning, they got their channel removed from youtube and it just like got entirely taken down and they didn't have any strikes or warnings or anything that's um, crazy which is against the entire yeah uh youtube policy that people agree to in order to be a um like a contributor on there you agree to the terms of service terms of service say like yeah you get a strike you get warnings you get this sure and they had none of those and they just removed the channel from youtube and it says we reviewed your content or and found severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines um they removed it but oh sorry um um so they tried to get them for spam or scams or commercially deceptive content when it's like literally homilies and just talks about the faith and it's like how what what are you trying to say? Like, yeah, I don't understand. That is... um, so they had eight eight to nine years of 4,000 plus videos, in, and it was just gone. 
they had they have a bunch of other um, places where their content was thankfully so they had backups and then uh, later today it came back up like they apparently backed off they were like oh now it's just uh, like a strike or like it was like their channel was still suspended and then they revoked the suspension entirely um, so they went from deleting the channel to giving it back with a suspension to revoking the suspension and being like oh whoopsies and I was like what yeah how do you just be like whoops was like what happened yeah it was very crazy. strange yeah that is strange but that was one of the first things that I saw this morning it was like census fidelium has been deleted and I was like oh boy yeah like, they have so much content uh and I think it's good that they're starting to back things up and they have other places like they're on rumble they're on um BitChute, so they have a bunch of backup but I still think it's crazy that it even happened when obviously like none of none of these videos are about scams or like anything commercial at all so yeah that's I'm just actually just bringing I just want to see even what was the latest content for even Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know what their latest stuff was I will say he definitely is pretty uh, (laughs) his community actually just subscribe there you go so y'all should go subscribe to it yes (laughs) yeah um Okay. I said so. Some of the t- um, the latest ones are well. I don't know. Would this be the recent stuff? Yeah. Okay. This wasn't just because it was just put back up. I don't know. Okay. No, it should so still it says be in order. means to be employed for preserving a religious vocation in the world. Invest in eternity. Never waste time. The gift of pardon and gift of peace. He who prays will be saved. He who does not pray will be condemned. Talking about English martyrs, sermons for salvation, Saint Margaret Mary Aloque, all scams, <laughs> resistance podcast, making good, true, and beautiful movies. Wow, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Our loyalty, loyalty to the mass of old. There's another resistance podcast. Yeah, I'm so yeah, nothing there. <laughs> it's all fake. Like there's there's nothing even. I mean, I don't see anything even like related to COVID or. Or politics or anything. Right. It's just I, all about the faith. It's very yeah. consistent. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's. So that's, that's good that it was put it. back up. So someone must have put up enough of a fuss. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people were um, going at youtube probably on twitter honestly just being like hey what the heck like <laughs> yeah seriously um were there any other channels that were taken down or was it just since um census? not that i know of so, yeah census fidelium was the only one that it was going around making waves that they had been taken down mm. so that, that was when i picked it. and then it was it's a it's a lesser um but still fits with the theme of yeah like the world hates me because it hated me, like hates you because it hated me first and it doesn't understand you because it doesn't understand me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and I always, I like the, um, I've heard the quote, if like everybody likes you, you must be doing something wrong. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, cause I, I feel like Matt Fraud talks about this too. Like if I say the wrong thing and I get put like, you know, or the wrong thing to, you know, YouTube and I get taken off, like I'm, I mean, so be it, you know? Right. I'm speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Well, and it was it, we're supposed to proclaim the name of Jesus in truth and deed. So, yep. So I guess the name of Jesus. Well, isn't it? Jesus is the, the wait, a stumbling block to the Jews and the Gentiles and the Gentiles. Yep. Hmm. And everybody, <laughs> everybody that doesn't um, truly believe he's a stumbling block too. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, what was I saying? Oh, someone last week was saying in another homily, they were saying that those that are living in sin vehemently hate the Catholic church. Oh yeah. So because they have like sin has a hold on them. Yeah. And so they given have given sin that influence in their lives. Yeah. And then because of the influence of that sin um they they have like oppression or um obsession like with the demonic whether they know it or not because they opened that door and let that in. Yeah. And so you know, demons hate the Catholic Church and mm -hmm. anybody who's actually faithful. So, you know, the venom is just going to come straight at you because, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you represent that to them. Mm -hmm. And um, the scripture that's kind of coming in my mind, because we have for every Tuesday, we have Compline and it's the stay sober alert for the devil is prowling, prowling around looking for a, what is it? He's like prowling around like a roaring lion waiting for someone to devour. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is such a reminder because I mean, we have to guard ourselves. And I think it helps when it kind of goes off of our conversation from last week because mm -hmm. when you encounter people that hate the church, mm -hmm. it's, it's, I mean, obviously it's their free will to choose. Right. But it's also like there's some spiritual stuff going on there too. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's, it's, um, yeah. Which For is, sure. a, I, I feel like this, actually this past week was, the scripture was all about forgiving others mm -hmm. and it was a great reminder because it's hard because sometimes like I've had attention with somebody recently and um it's hard because it, you I think I've been telling you I'm like I'm just too mm -hmm. exhausted to try and you know try and resolve it mm -hmm. but I was just reminded of like what is it worth for my you know effort but it's like wait right we need to be because also division the devil likes division so yes yeah we need to forgive each other so Anyways, wow, that was a whole big tangent there. <laughs> Forgive each other. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I don't. Maybe people are just so exhausted. People are so exhausted from like over two years of, over a year of this COVID stuff, over a year and a half. I don't know. That seems kind of random. <laughs> COVID and politics and everything. Like True. people are just ragged, so they're just like we just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think everybody's kind of tired of being told what to think, no matter who is telling them. Mm -hmm. And everybody's just like, you know what? Like, can't we just all get along? Yeah. Once, please. Well, and um, so just this last thing, and then I don't know if you have anything else you want to say on the news, but um, Matt Frad, you know, I was just listening. It's kind of a little late listening, but he was talking about his um, experience of being off the internet. Mm -hmm. And he read um, Tolkien's um, The Lord of the Rings. He finished it up during that time. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, he's like, to be honest, I actually realized for some reason in some way that what I was reading in the Lord of the Rings, you know, from its mythological standpoint, was more factual than the stuff that's going on with the Pope and with Biden and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of interesting comment. 
Yeah, sometimes to it kind is. of parse yeah. that way. That what's going on in a fiction book is actually more factual than that's going on in real life. So just think on that. I'm kind of mulling over that. <laughs> just an interesting thought. Yep. Anywho. Okay. Well, we all. Move I don't on. feel as depressed though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know. Like, it's sad that a man died, and you know, it's frustrating that social media is being social media. But what's new? At least with the social media. Yeah. So. It's just. Yeah, definitely want to pray for that. Um, that man's family, and hopefully, yeah, his attacker is brought to justice. But we know that the ultimate justice is not in this world anyway, so we can at least take comfort in that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yep, that's, that's cool. where we will leave you and come mm-hmm. back for well, and advice just, and I takes. think, sorry, just like real quick, sorry, mm-hmm. just to interject. Um, I think also, too, I think that's a good, you know, why we're staying stay sober and alert, but also I think always living your faith to the best and, like, always trying to seek God's will every day because mm-hmm. that, I mean... Because it's like thinking about if I go to mass, if somebody's, but it's like, wait, I'm actually doing what I'm called to do. And if, mm-hmm. you know, if someone was to come attack the church and stuff, like I'd be, you know, like you're basically a martyr for your faith. So it's like, just do like live your faith to the best of your ability. And I guess, yeah, it's sad if, you know, you get, you know, if you lose your life in the midst of it. But no, I mean, it's not sad for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not sad for you. Yeah. Because you get to go, to go straight to heaven. Yeah. So like, I just okay, think cool. never cease in following Christ's will and never cease in like striving for virtue and holiness and mm-hmm. goodness. Definitely. That's, that's all I got. So. All right. <laughs> all righty. Thanks for. All right. So before we do the, um, well, okay. So for my hot take, I'm actually canceling something. I don't know if we've canceled. <gasps> Is this our first cancellation? Cancel culture. Oh, we're giving into it. Wow, that was really annoying. I saw you all. I don't know why y'all had to hear that. Anywho, um, before I officially cancel what I'm going to officially cancel, I would like to cancel the giant skeletons. I know that you're kind <laughs> of okay with them, but I'm not. They're just like over the top, and um, I just don't enjoy them. I think that they're... Anywho, sorry. <laughs> we got a puppy over here that's very insistent on attention. It's like a toddler. Yeah, no kidding. He's like <laughs> right up in my grill. Get out of here. <laughs> He's fed. He's been going to He's the bathroom. He's had exercise. It. Talk about needy. You. <laughs> if I took a photo, you'd see what needy looks like. Absolute lab. I can't. Anywho. So. <laughs> Wait, get off of me. <laughs> I do not consent. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know, right. dog. So. Okay. Um, okay, so my hot take, Hannah, is... Joe um, Biden, don't sniff me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can I, can, I do my hot, can I do my hot take? Sorry. Okay. It's the my, my official hot take, my official cancellation is I'm canceling busy. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I've just been kind of thinking about this. It's just something, you know, I've been... I mean, y'all have kind of been experiencing, you know, I did the social media fast and um, just I've been reading this book all about the real ruthless elimination of hurry. Um, and so it's just been in my prayer and it's just really been a cool journey to be on. Um, but what really kind of struck a nerve in me last week, Hannah, was um, I was reading this um, in our local newspaper. There was a star that's on two shows on TV right now. Mm-hmm. And she was just like 
being lauded and she was just saying oh i just thrive on being busy and whatnot she's like all you know all over the board sorry i just sounded really obnoxious there Mm -hmm. but um yeah i was just like oh my gosh like why are we where we shoot they were basically propping her up for being so busy Mm. and it just like like almost making it like an idol type thing. yeah it really was and you know um in this in this book from um, the this elimination of her, they talk about you know like Jesus was probably busy, mm-hmm. but like there's a difference like there's there's different types of busy, like yeah. there's busy and like being fully like I don't know having a full blessed life and just like serving God and you know every day to the best of your ability. Right. But then there's this other busyness. Um, but you know I actually that is one of my like one of my least favorite like if I say like Hannah how are you doing today mm-hmm. and if you said like what what how do you normally respond? Um, it depends on who, who's asking. Oh, wow. <laughs> how are you doing today, Hannah? I'm surviving. <laughs> is well, my usual. Okay, that's like, actually not too bad because or depending on the like today it would have been like I'm vibing. I mean, they're surviving or vibing. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I don't like the, I really, cause people always say, Oh Mary, you live such a busy life. And it's like, yes, I live a busy life, but it's not, I really don't try and do that. It's just kind of happens. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm not like just like letting it happen to me, but just trying to say yes to, you know, the every day and what God's calling me to. Um, and I'm kind of, I don't know, I was talking with my spiritual director. I think I'm going to start saying my life is just full and blessed because honestly, busy just makes it sound like I'm super important and I am not. <laughs> I'm not the president or uh, or the pope or anything in between. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want I either of those positions anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, because one of them you can't have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm good. I mean, you can um, break the glass ceiling if you want, but not... Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, they, they they talk, so he talks about, you know, so there's busy, there's like the one type of busy, but then there's the busy that's the problem. It's when you have too much to do and only way to keep the quota up is to hurry. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's hard too, because we have a lot of respons- responsibility in our days. Responsibilities. Shall we? <laughs> Gracious. Um, but they actually, uh, so he um, quotes, so this, I'll, I'll just read like, like a couple quotes, Hannah. Sure. Um, so this Michael Zigarelli from the Charleston Southern University School of Business, I don't know if you followed all that, conducted the, conducted the obstacles to growth spirit survey of over 20,000 Christians across the globe, and they identified busy as a major distraction from spiritual um, life. And so he made an hypothesis, and it was, it may be the case that, one, Christians are assimilating to a culture of busyness, hurry, and overload, which leads to, two, God becoming more marginalized in Christians' lives, which leads to three, a deteriorating relationship with God, which leads to four, Christians becoming even more vulnerable to adopting secular assumptions about how to live, which leads to five, more conformity to a culture of busyness, hurry, and overload, and then the cycle begins again. And they actually talk that um, the rate, like who, like what professions are most busy, and they rated pastors alongside lawyers and doctors. Um... And then he talks about this Finnish proverb, proverb, wow, quips, God did not create hurry. Hannah, God did not create hurry. What do you think about that? And he also says he, actually, I like this one too. Hurry and love are incompatible. Um, and, and just hurry in general is antichrist. Mm-hmm. So what do you yeah, think about Yeah, because when that? you're hurried, you don't, you're not compelled to treat people 
like the way that Christ would. Yeah. So like, you know, Jesus wouldn't be like, sorry, lady, can't heal your son. I'm late for my appointment. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I think we think we talked about it before. Like Jesus was never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. But I think even just the word busy, it's just like got to get that out of our vocabulary in terms of just popping it off of is like, oh, you As our worth like- and our, our importance is in being busy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it even says that, you know, what is the highest value in Christ's kingdom economy? It's an interesting. It's a whole past Protestant way of talking. Mm-hmm. But it talks about how love is like the most important thing as being a Christian. Mm-hmm. And you can't be loving if you're always in a hurry. Right. No. I mean, especially like when you're driving on the highway <laughs> or in a rush anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who's like, you know, what is it? It's, it's called, what is it? Mad? What is it? What? What is it called when they... When you get, is it mad? I'm blanking on the word. When you're driving and you get mad. Oh, road rage? Road, yeah. See, it's <laughs> called up for a reason. Um, so there's this, this he quotes this um, Japanese theologian, Kosuki Koyama, um, from the book Three Mile an Hour God. And it talks about how God walks slowly because he is love. If he is not love, he would have gone much fa- faster. Love has its speed. It is an inner speed. It is a spiritual speed. It is a different kind of speed from the technological speed to which we are accustomed. It is slow, yet it is Lord over all other speeds, since it is the speed of love. Um, And he does talk about, like, sometimes there is a time to hurry. Like, if your child needs to go to 911 or if there's, like, an emergency. (laughs) Right. But that's what adrenaline is for. But we're not meant to live on adrenaline our whole entire lives. Yeah. I, I am I am testament to that because my stomach is messed up from the stress of college. So, mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, you know, when you're stressed, it releases cortisol in your stomach and that damages your stomach. Right. So, Oof. we're not meant to. Yeah. Yep. So, um, it's not fun. College students, don't, don't, just try. I Honestly, I always try to be as least stressed as possible. I probably, yeah. I don't know. Just try. Maybe you'll make it out better than I did, and your stomach won't be messed up. Mm. So I was stressed um, every day, all day for like four years, but it was mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I did way too much. Uh, all see, the there time. you go, and I still do. So here's this really. This is okay. So this is interesting. All the quotes in here. This guy, yeah, he's a Protestant pastor, but he has a lot of stuff in here. He even actually talks later about he talks. He ends talking about the like a quiet life and. How actually mm-hmm. Paul actually says that we we need to have an ambition to have a quiet life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he yeah, it's so funny because he has a lot of stuff in here. I'm like, bro, you're you're about you're you're you're, close. Down, you're coming down the path. So he talks. Um, he quotes this other Ronald Rollheiser, who is a Catholic writer. He says it's my undisputed favorite Catholic writer of all time. I'm like, well, okay, interesting. So he says, mm-hmm. today a number of historical circumstances are blindly flowing together and accidentally conspiring to produce a climate within which it is difficult not just to think about God or to pray, but simply to have an interior depth whatsoever. We, for every kind of reason, good and bad, are distracting ourselves into spiritual oblivion. I'm going to say that again. We are distracting ourselves into spiritual oblivion. Oblivion. Wow. Mm-hmm. It is not that we have anything against God, depth, and spirit. We would like these. It is just that we are habitually too preoccupied to have any of these show up on our radar screens. We are more busy than bad, more distracted than non-spiritual, and more interested in the movie theater, the sports stadium, and the shopping mall, and the fantasy life they produce in us than than we are in church. 
Pathological busyness, distraction, and restlessness are major blocks today within our spiritual lives. Um, and he talks about, you know, the, the term, uh, the phrase pathological busyness. Mm-hmm. And it really is an issue. And I think that's, you know, um, I feel like C.S. Lewis talks about that uh, in the um, screw tape letters mm-hmm. about how, like, we got to get them distracted. Yeah, just keep it, them distracted yeah. with everything. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's honestly kind of like lukewarm. You're which, making me think of like a Bo Burnham song right now. <laughs> it's like, oh goodness, you're gonna have to put um, that on the. Is that a good on the filter? Good, what? Yeah. So, it's obviously like it's not safe for work or for anywhere or if, like you really probably shouldn't listen to the song, but it's like it's about the internet and uh, oh. it goes like it's like it goes a little bit of everything all of the time and it all the time and it says uh like apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime and it's like yeah like you're not allowed like nobody's allowed to be bored anymore nobody's allowed to just sit with themselves anymore yeah there always has to be something taking up your attention there always has to be something that's like oh i'm gonna check this or i'm gonna um yeah distract myself with this right now and then there's this this constant noise yeah that just is always pulling you away from where you could be contemplating. You could be in prayer. You could be doing a bunch of things, but instead you're just like making yourself more busy Yeah. by well, staring at a screen or something else, honestly. It doesn't always have to be a screen, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always some kind of noise. Well, and it's, it's honestly, Hannah, I've, um, so he talks about, he talks about four practices to have in terms of eliminating hurry from our 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 lives um because if hurry is not if it's not it's not as a christian hurry cannot be the way we live our life mm-hmm. so you have to you have to eliminate it so the practices he talks about are having you know i think we've again we've talked about it before having a sabbath having silence and solitude um mm-hmm. simplifying your life and slowing down and especially once we started getting down to the slowing part, because one of the practices he talks about is, or disciplines he talks about is when you're driving, try and get in the slow lane behind grandma. Or just even if it's mm-hmm. 25 miles an hour, go 25 miles an hour. Don't go five over or 10 over. See, so I would those, do that, except I don't want to get rear-ended. <laughs> well, there's also that too. Yeah, there is that. It's like unsafe. But, but I have been starting, I don't know, I feel like I'm noticing Hannah as I slow my life down. That's the other thing I want to point out. It's like, pay attention to what to, you're doing to your brains. Because mm-hmm. as I'm slowing down, I'm realizing how tired and how, honestly, like, I feel like my brain hurts. Like, mm-hmm. I'm slowing down and I'm realizing, like, what I've done to my brain these past, like, 27 years of my life. You done ruined it. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> seriously, though. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be living the rest of my life trying to... I don't know because I, I it's like I, I feel like when you if you wake up you pray you work your heart your best I'm I in you're you know I don't have all these distractions mm-hmm. I'm still exhausted yeah. and then we add all this stuff into our lives Just voluntarily <laughs> yeah and I mean culture is good it's it's not bad to go to see the movies it's not bad to I mean mm-hmm. I like going to see a good baseball game actually baseball is actually probably one of the most leisurely sports to watch yes um but actually I do not like shopping so that that is i I totally do without shopping i could just hire a personal shopper Mm -hmm. um but you know culture is a good thing because that's how we create community but i just think we have such a consumer culture that it's just so much yeah um so i'm just gonna i'm gonna read these two more quotes um so he quotes um 
John Ortberg, who's he's kind of a mentor to him, this author. Um, it says, for many of us, the great danger is not that we will renounce our faith. It is that we will become so distracted and rushed and preoccupied that we will settle, settle for a mediocre version of it. We will just skim our lives instead of actually living them. And I think as Christians, sometimes we think like we look at the rest of the culture like, well, we have God. We have our commandments. We're not doing anything bad. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where you have to watch out because we're still influenced by our modern culture and yeah. our modern society. And so I think we have to have the humility and awareness because I don't want to have a mediocre faith. I do not want to I do not want to be so preoccupied that I miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just leave you with this. Um, he says, here for the win from Walter Adams, the spiritual director to C.S. Lewis. He says to walk with Jesus is to walk with a slow, unhurried pace. Hurry is the death of prayer, and it only impedes and spoils our work. It never advances it. Um, so I'll just leave you with that because, brothers and sisters, I think your soul is really important, and I think for the for the health of it, slow down. Cancel hurry. Cancel busy and hurry. Cancel hurry. Cancel them both. Cancel them both. <laughs> Do, you know, as Hannah said, you have to get off your duff and you have to serve, but serve mm-hmm. as God is calling you to do. Yeah. Don't just be like, all over the board like make it count be intentional mm-hmm. yeah because if you're just like rushing around from one thing to the next thing it's like let's like it's mm-hmm. it's like a check the box type deal mm-hmm. you're not really making a whole bunch of impact with what you're doing rather like you know you pick a few things to focus on and you just really make those things mm-hmm. super important to you like maybe it's the right to like movement maybe maybe it's uh you know feeding the poor maybe it's doing both like within Mm -hmm. Uh, the right right to life movement maybe it's you know so there's a charism that will probably appeal to you and you just got to kind of like narrow it and uh that kind of leads into what i was going to talk about for advice which uh relates to one of my charisms that's just like always there for me and that's uh teaching so today i had a really serious uh apologetics discussion with my homeroom and it was about a question that one of them had asked and it really um that it merited a serious discussion it merited uh some time and i actually like we bled into the next class a little bit and i was able to do that because that's my one block period that i have with them and uh before we started i was kind of like you know because they're still sixth and uh seventh graders there's they can still be you know immature because they're kids but i was like hey you know like i preface it like let's are we are we okay to have a kind of serious conversation can we buckle down and can we do this like i know you guys can be like are we able to do that right Mm -hmm. now and they were like yes um and they did they we really sat down and we went through everything and before i talked to them any about anything at all about the apologetics of this issue and just why it's why it's important and really gave them a guide to seeing how the church sees it i i prayed and i was just like holy spirit i need some help and it really it really did just the holy spirit came through for me today and helped me go through that very easily and i was interested to see how some of them would respond because i i know where some of them lie and uh there's like most kids at that age are, they're kind of questioning things a little bit and be like, why do we believe this? Why do we believe that? What, you know, and then they're getting, you know, opposite messages from the culture. We're like, well, you're, you're this, if you believe this and you're that, if you believe that about, 
uh, this issue or that issue and just kind of like twisting the messages so that they are like, wait, isn't, is this wrong? Are we wrong? And I had to sit them down and it was, it was something sensitive. And I was just like, you know what, to start off first, I, I just started off with the universality of the call to holiness. And I think that's something that gets lost in anything where we're talking about something like as fraught as abortion or as fraught as same-sex relationships or marriage or um, like people call it same-sex marriage, but you know, by (laughs) church definition, it's not. But those issues are where people get really caught up in just the emotion of it. And then they, they forget that we're starting from universal principles that applies to everybody. And we're not singling people out. We're just saying that this is wrong. And there are a bunch of other things, especially when you're talking about uh, sexual sins, there's a whole category of things um, that are, that are grave and moral, mortal sins that just fall underneath and it's any perversion of the of the marital act any perversion of these things and any you know it the list goes on and sometimes certain groups want to be like oh you're singling us out like you hate us and it's like whoa 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 like listen we're against like all of the culture all of the time (laughs) unlike everything like you ain't special (laughs) like you are but you're not you know it's like I think starting from there to be like, well, everybody is held to these expectations. And then going through and being like, but still everybody is everybody is loved and the only reason why we're holding anyone to these expectations is out of love. And I think having that be the clear motivator behind any kind of serious or just kind of like emotionally fraught issue that you talk about Uh, is very important. You have to make sure that there is the truth, but you also have the love behind it. Because if there was no love, then you would have no need to speak the truth to people. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't love them, you wouldn't care what they did. And that was kind of the point that I was making to the sixth and seventh graders. It's like, you know, imagine you're like four years old and you're like, mom, mom, I really want to play in the street. You know, this is a stupid example, but just like, I want to play in the street. And your mom says, no, because obviously you should not play in the street. You will get hurt. Like, mm-hmm. um, it might be fun for a little while, but it's dangerous. And we pr- it probably won't do you any good. Almost, you know, and in the case of the church, it's like, this is something that definitely won't do you any good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, mom, you hate me. You won't let me play in the street. And I'm like, you see how silly that sounds? <laughs> like, it's just as silly when people try and tell the ter- church that it hates them because... Um, she's telling them to make to make a sacrifice, to make a hard choice, to give up something that maybe they they know or they think they want, and they kind of rail against that. Well, I was told that if I fe- if it feels good and, and it must be good, or you know, how are you saying that I can't love anybody? And just some of these things that just come at people, which are just distortions of what's what's true and what the Catholic Church really wants for them. But they've been fooled into believing that, you know, Catholicism is where it's it's messed up, it's 
you know, it's perverted when they, when they have the perversion of what's actually good and true and beautiful. And it's just recognizing that. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it won't work, but today when I made sure that the very first thing that I did before we discussed anything that would get, um, that would get into these issues, which are close to a lot of kids who have, who, who know people that struggle with, uh, the things that we talked about, who know people who have been hurt, um, who know people that maybe feel like they're, they've been abandoned by the church or betrayed, just making sure that they know that you come from that place of love and not, um, and it's not just, it's not just to spite them. Cause sometimes that's, I feel like that's what they think, even though it's not true. And you kind of have to come from that place first before you go into any any of like, well, this is why we believe it. Because nobody's going to listen to you if they don't think you, you care. You, you ultimately don't care. Now, it's difficult when somebody comes at you with, uh, with, an, with like an aggressor's mentality or like on, already on the offensive trying to like get you. Then it's more like, okay. You, you kind of like dish back what they're giving to you. But when you're just having a conversation like I was today, it's very important to start from that place of, you know, this is like, this is what every, is expected of everybody. This is why. And it comes from this place of we want the best for everybody and the best for everybody is heaven. And this is how you get there. <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but that was kind of my... And I feel like it segues well into our like our closing as well. So you can, I have the mic open to you though. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I really appreciate that. Um, I wonder. This is just kind of like I don't have like much to say, but just like reflecting on what you're saying. I wonder how that works in real time when you're like I think it's nice when you have the platform as a teacher because you can like, right. be like it's a teaching moment. Like you mm-hmm. can have a natural teaching moment, but when you're having actual conversations with people out in the culture I think that's a little harder oh but yeah. you know obviously there has to hard. be an openness and whatnot you know but I do think I mean it would be nice I mean I don't I'm just wondering because you know even if we go from first principles and we start from like the church is love or God is love and we start from that mm-hmm. some people are just not they're so not living in accordance with natural law that yeah. they're going to listen. And, you know, I sometimes I just wonder if it's even worth it to speak this stuff because, you know, are they going to listen? Well, it's um, not It's not up to you to make them listen. It's up to God to put those things on their heart. And maybe, and maybe, you know, you get nothing but vitriol in the moment, but then they go back and they think about everything that you said and it bothers them. Because really, the vitriol is because what you say and what you believe bothers them mm-hmm. so much because a lot of these people who are just not living in accordance with what God wants for our lives, they, they know deep down that it's, that it's not right. And that's why they, a lot of these people like try to shout everything that they're doing. Like, you know, that's why, that's why there's things like pride. That's why there's all of these things because they, feel the need to be like no this is okay this is okay this is okay because they 
they don't think it's okay. Mm. Deep down, they, they're trying to squash down that voice. They're like, no, I don't really think this is right. Mm-hmm. Like, they still have a bit of that conscience, and so they have to, like, scream out over it and just mm-hmm. try and drown out everything that mm-hmm. makes them think they might be in the wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of back to the Beatitudes. And it's just like, if, if you're persecuted and hated because of my name, like, blessed are you. And, you know, people are going to be converted by God and not by anything that you say in, in the end. So you just got, got to um, pray and do your part and whatever happens happens i'm losing the battle (laughs) you're losing the battle with uh with the dog needy lab yeah i'm like pushing him away but he thinks it's affection so he thinks if you touch him he thinks it's affection i know i'm like you could like smack him in the face and he'd be like more i know um dumb dog just the last thought you know because we're talking about busyness and we're talking about all of this i have Mm -hmm. actually had a thought because i i love to run in the national park in our area Mm -hmm. um it's beautiful and i often i used to listen to music but i i don't want my running to be messed up with if my you know my music's not great or whatnot so i but Mm -hmm. also there's something just being like in nature it's very quiet Mm -hmm. and i realize i'm like i i mean I think about all the kids that are born in inner city and all they're familiar with is like cement blocks. And it's like, I feel mm. so much closer to God when I'm in nature than I'm in a cement block. Like <laughs> obviously there, you know, there can be church and other stuff and like God mm-hmm. can come find you. Right. But I just feel like if we slowed our lives down, if we took time to like enjoy nature and to just live at the pace that we're really meant to live, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that would be undeniable. And I don't know. I I do. I just, I feel like I want to call out people for like, I think we just need, I think there's a lot of sin in the world. At the end of the day, again, it's, we're, we're fighting against the stuff that's not of this world Mm -hmm. or it's, um, you know, we're not fighting each other. And so we really have to just be like, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. But we have to fight for like, we have to be a source of healing Mm -hmm. because that's the only way. Yeah. That's the only way. So whatever you can do, um, so that's my heart because let me just tell you, like I'm experiencing trying the de- 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 sorry. Wow. <laughs> Detox. Wow. <laughs> Are you trying to drop a sick beat there? Like no. what was that? <laughs> I'm trying to detox from being busy and ah. it's just crazy what we're doing to ourselves. So y'all mm-hmm. pay attention. That's all I got to say. All right. Anywho. Thanks, Hannah. I think that's really cool. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> so. You're a good, those kids are very lucky to have you as their teacher. So I um, wish I I'm lucky to have them. I love them all. Aww. aww. A lot. <laughs> I'm actually, oh, actually like going to start getting emotional because I love them a lot. <laughs> oh, well, talk about that one point that you made about loving oh, them. Gosh. That was a funny yes, one. Yes, they thought it was so funny. So I was talking about how um, people will say, oh, well, the Catholic Church uh, doesn't want people with same-sex attractions to, you know, they... They, they're just going to n- deny them loving anybody. And I was like, well, that seems kind of silly to say because you can, this is how I phrased it to them. It was like, you can love somebody without wanting to marry them. And I looked around in all of my homeroom and I said, I was like, I love all of you, but I am not marrying any of you. <laughs> and they, they laughed. They thought it was the funniest thing. They're like, I hope not. I'm like, oh yeah, nope. Uh, <laughs> you are all our children. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I love you to death. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, yeah, see, there's, yeah. Just, I think 
that's the distortion is just like oh well this this is the only form of love that there is and it's like no nah nah there's something better Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a great note to end on yes that little story Mm -hmm. kids are great oh yes (laughs) so do you um you want to do our closing yes yeah and um i left them i left my kids with this and i'll leave um this podcast with this too and i think this applies to anybody that you're talking to and reaching out to with the faith um they deserve they deserve love and the truth together Mm. not separated Mm. oh (laughs) yeah that's pretty cool yeah and so that just that segues perfectly into our ending quote we've had enough exhortations to be silent cry out with a thousand tongues i see the world is rotten because of silence have a blessed week and we'll see you next thursday and know that y'all are loved yes Bye. bye Thanks for listening to Caritas Christi. If you'd like to write to us with hot takes, feedback, advice, or advice requests, we would love to hear from you. Email us at caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. That's caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday.